Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here at Locked On Nationals Podcast. Today it is the 10th of August, 2022. It is Wednesday. Just got done the Nationals and Cubs series. Have a breakdown of that on today's show. First of all, let you all know that today's show is brought to you by Blue Nile and BlueNile.com. Best place to look for that special something for that special someone. It is Blue Nile and BlueNile.com. Nationals three games set with the Cubs. Looks like the Nats were going to take two of three, but then, uh, you know, a confluence of things came together. We'll talk about the entire series, uh, all of it, but as we always do, I'm sweating a little bit upstairs, always hot. Let you all know that. Um, let you all know where the Nationals are at. So the Washington Nationals are 37 and 76. They're 39 games under 500. They're 36 and a half back in the division. They're 17 and 40. They are 20 and 36 um, uh, on the road. They are 17 and 40 at home. They have a minus 200 run differential, which is the worst in the league right now. And it's the worst in the league by 48 runs. They have the Pirates beat by 48 in the run differential category. They're two and eight in their last 10 games and their current streak is that they have lost one. So nationals still the worst team in baseball, which means they're gonna have a good chance of getting that number one pick. And today was a, obviously a great step in that direction where you never can throw a game like that. It's good. No, I'm kidding. Um, let's break it down. It's the first game of this series on Monday. Six to three was the the loss, and Anibal Sanchez, I dare say, pitched his best game of the season: four runs on seven hits, two walks, three actually no three Ks, and then two home runs. He did have one game that was a, a I guess you know, marginally a little bit better um, than this performance. He had the game against the Diamondbacks: five innings, six hits, three runs, all earned a home run, four Ks. So he had that one game that was a little bit better, but this, these are the standard the standard starts we're going to get out of Anibal Sanchez. The idea that anything different was going to happen was ridiculous and ludicrous to start off with. I'm sure a lot of you out there can sense my frustration, but I mean, like th- this this was going to happen. Now, look, I-, I know there's a lot of injuries, and the Nationals eventually we're going to have to get uh, somebody like Anibal Sanchez to be out there to pitch for them, uh, maybe eventually. But the idea that this guy was going to start in the Nationals rotation this year, I know the Nationals really weren't trying to win games from the start of the season, but the fact this guy was out there or the idea that he was supposed to be out there to start was, was, you know, it, I mean, the results are the results guys, he's got a seven, five, six ERA on the season. All right. And he's making, I, I know he got injured and he's, but I mean, he's 38. So, oh my God, what were we expecting? You know, he's, he's going to, you know, probably gonna be injured. He's pitched five games. He's lost all five games that he has pitched seven, five, six ERA. 18 Ks throughout 25 innings that opposed to 28 hits allowed 21 earned runs in the 25 innings that he's pitched so far 11 walks. Well, so at least kind of, kind of keeping the walks down. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of what you get with Anibal Sanchez. You know, when he pitches at age 38, your offense is going to have to get up and go. If you have any ideas of actually winning that game and the offense, you know, a little bit of support, but not able to do a ton. Luis Garcia got a hit Luke Voigt. Uh, drives in a run this game via his his uh, home run ball uh, first as a Washington National. So good to see Luke Voigt on the board in that regard. And then the Nationals offense, Joey Manessis in the eighth inning. We'll talk about Joey here in a second, but he hits a home run 
that makes it a 6-3 game in the eighth. Still, the Nationals end up losing uh, this game. In bullpen support, you had Steve Ciszek, you had Hunter Harvey, you had Mason Thompson who bounced back well. 1.13 ERA for Mason Thompson. Once again, small sample size for him in the year. But he bounced back really well. C-Sheck looked good in this game. At least Hunter Harvey did not. Second game of this series, and these teams still have three more to play at Nats Park. That's actually coming up next week. Uh, so these teams will see a lot of each other here in this short stretch. 6-5 final score. This was the highlight of the series. A back-and-forth game that saw the Nationals take the lead in the second, uh, you know, make it tied in the third, take it in the fourth, then in the uh, seventh, there were four runs scored by the Cubs. The Nats answered with two in the top of the eighth and were able to win this game. Paulo Espino, this was a really strong start for Paulo Espino. Five innings, six hits, one run it was earned. No walks, five Ks, 86 pitches for Paulo Espino. We've been over this journey again, but I just want to do it one more time for all of you folks. Take a quick sip of water here. For Paulo Espino, everybody, journeyman, right? His his avenue, his path to the Washington Nationals was an auspicious one. And he gets here and he's asked to be a reliever. And then he's asked to be a starter. And then he's asked to be a reliever again. And he's now being asked to be a starter once again and is performing as good as you could hope for somebody. Now, look, I know he's got a 5.82 ERA this month. But overall, he's got a 4.04 ERA. And you know about his relief. I mean, you know, I, I like to go by months for you all. So as a reliever, 3.27 in April, May, 1.42, June, 3.38. July is really the one big uh, the hiccup he's had. He's made two starts so far in August, and, and the first one didn't go great. The second one's going pretty well. But this is a guy that's been thrust into a position where we did not think that he was, you know, supposed to be. And he's performing Really, really well. Uh, you know, at, at times, obviously, if he was still a reliever, I bet his numbers would be a lot better. This guy is, who's basically just said, "Coach, you know, put me in, put me wherever you need me. I will make whatever happen we need to attempt to do the best we can for this ball club." And and it takes players to win like that when your club is good. It takes players to win like that when you or you know, uh, I mean, not even win. I'd say probably carry some positive momentum and keep things on the track in that regard when you are a bad baseball team. So I would say Paulo Espino's attitude, Paulo Espino's willingness, Paulo Espino saying, coach, sixth, seventh, fifth, fourth, first, second, whatever order, I'll pitch the seventh and I'll pitch the sixth one day. That's what Paulo Espino will do with this club. If somehow time we're going backwards, he'd say, I'll, I'll do it. If we're doing the sixth inning after the seventh inning, sure, whatever. That's what this guy's willing to do. You know, hey, coach, I pitch one day, I'll pitch the next day. I mean, like, you know, I'm sure obviously they wouldn't do that. But, I mean, if you know, if, if Paulo had to do it, had to, I bet he would. I bet he would. And, um, you know, once again, his journey through his career, Milwaukee in 17, Texas in 17 as well, doesn't pitch in the big leagues again until 20. Pitch 20, 21, and 22. And now you're talking about a guy who's 35 years old making the most of it. And he's peaking right now in his career. So Josh peaking with a 4.04 ERA. Yeah, I mean, still, that's respectable for what they've asked him to do. That's going to get me to another guy, Joey Manessis. Let's talk about him right after a word from our sponsors. It means the glasses come on to get this read done, reflective back at you all. But want to make sure 
I can see the read. Do you all know that the key to sustainable weight loss is through your liver? Liver is everybody's metabolic furnace. It's responsible for flushing out harmful toxins and igniting your fat-burning metabolism. But thanks to modern diets rich in unhealthy processed foods and constant exposure to thousands of man-made and environmental toxins, most of us have overworked livers, but now it's easy to rejuvenate your liver health and reignite your metabolism. Thanks to Liver Health Formula by Pure Health Research. Liver Health Formula contains eight liver-boosting super nutrients like turmeric, beet, artichoke uh, extract, all of which work together to wake up your sluggish liver and turn it into a toxin-flushing and fat-burning machine. No more bloated belly, no more uncomfortable digestion, no more feeling tired and low on energy all the time. And best of all, Liver Health Formula makes it easier to maintain a healthy body weight long-term. As a listener of our show, you can try Liver Health Formula risk-free today and get a free bottle of CurbFit with your order. CurbFit is a safe and all-natural appetite suppressant, making it easy to say no to naughty foods. This makes the perfect complement to Liver Health Formula. Go to liverhealthformula.com slash MLB. That's uh, getliverhealth.com slash MLB. Getliverhealth.com slash MLB to try Liver Health Formula today, completely risk-free. You guys can do that today. Once again, uh, it is getliverhelp.com backslash locked on MLB. So one guy who's been hitting well at a home run today is Joey Manessis. You want to talk about a guy that has had to wait his turn and uh, his turn has come in a very unusual, not an unusual way. Obviously, teams clear all the time, but he is getting opportunities because the Nationals uh, traded away Josh Bell. And if you look, man, where this guy has been, go and look at the Joey Manessis. Um, when you look at his his uh, baseball reference page, I mean, there is Dominican Summer League, Golf League. Uh, South Atlantic League, Mexican Pacific Winter League. You've got the Caribbean Series. You've got the Carolina League. Uh, you know, you've got the uh, Mexican Pacific Winter League once again. He's played there a, a decent amount. You've got places like AAA East, and you've got places like Portland. He's been to Worcester. He's been to, uh, you know, back down to Mexico again. He's been to Rochester. I mean, this guy. You, you know, looking to the places he's been, I mean, this this guy's got the frequent fire miles. He's been to Rome, Calicon, uh, you know, other places in Mexico, Mississippi, California, Mississippi again, Mexico again, Lehigh Valley, Illinois, w- uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, Portland, Maine, um, uh, you know, Rochester. And now he is now in Washington and he is six for 21 so far. He has got six hits. Three of them have been home runs. He's driven in five runs and hits the home run, a scooper in the left field in the second game, excuse me, of the series to help the Nationals get the win. I mean, you know, you think about guys like this. Sometimes I saw that first home run. You thought, okay, maybe maybe this is just the moment. Maybe, maybe that's the only moment that we're going to see for a guy like a Joey Manessis. Um, and no, he's kept having moments, right? He's homer now in back-to-back games. And this is somebody that has fought, scratched, clawed, you know, has played for all of these teams. 
and is now 30 years old and he's playing in the big leagues, right? You'll go and go and look at his page guys right now uh, on baseball reference. I encourage you. It's a picture of him. I think it's a Portland, Portland sea dogs hat. I believe that our man, Joey Manessis is wearing, but it's a guy that's got good size. You know, he's right-handed. He's six, three, he's two fifteen. You play a few positions and, for the Nationals, you know, he's helping out that first base spot, playing in the outfield as well, and he's hitting for some pop right now. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You want to think about, you know, a guy like this, man, like Paulo Espino is a great example, right? And he really had to wait his turn. And obviously, so actually same track, five years ago, age 30, he gets in the big leagues and, you know, is able to make it happen. Manessis, same thing. He has had to wait until this time, until now. Triple A had a really nice season, 286. He's hit uh, 20 dingers down there in Triple A, and he's hit already three at the time of the Nationals. So this is a guy that all told is probably going to be north of 25 home runs and uh, maybe approaching 30. And I'm not saying this is an indicator of anything to come for the Washington Nationals, anything to come long-term for a guy like Joey Manessis. But you have to be encouraged to see somebody make it like this. Once again, I'm not saying about anything long-term what this does for the Nats, what it does for Manessis, but the fact that this season has been riddled with bad storylines and the national sucking and trading away Juan Soto and trying to get excited about those new guys, you know, you have to sit there and th- be thankful that a story like Joey Manessis comes by. And, and you know what? That's the one thing about bad ball clubs is that they do precipitate some of these storylines sometimes. Some of these things do get to happen. They do come along. They do give us some hope. They do put a smile on our face. And last night, we got to smile uh, just a little bit more than we usually do watching Nats games. But, I mean, back and forth affair last night. You know, it's so, so I, I, honestly, it was a pretty fun baseball game, right? Uh, it was weird to see Kyle Finnegan not pitch very well. Uh, we saw it last night. But the, but the Nats able to hang on and get that win uh six to five and so a little bit uh, and also check out the win expectancy chart you know this was a and we had everywhere from cubs uh 85 percent to you know nats 87 percent at different points in this ball game all before the seventh inning and carl edwards jr comes in the end of this game inning in the third gets the job done gets his first save of the season and um able to help get the nats the win. All right, one more game to look at here. It was the Cubs four, Nats two. This game had a little bit of everything. That Manessa's home run. It had Victor Robles making a spectacular catch out there in center field, and then inexplicably throwing a ball to the backstop. And this this is the Victor Robles experience all in one sitting today. This is a guy who's got all the defensive talent in the world but too often is trying to, you know, uh, do something that's just, I mean, we practice out, you know, I remember being in high school, the amount of times we practice this stuff every single day for every single game, you work on this stuff, timing your throws, hitting the cutoff, man, all kinds of stuff. And this is the type of guy you see across all sports who can make the spectacular happen, but also can make the boneheaded look rather simple. And he did both of those things in this game today. Also want to note a really strong start today from Josiah Gray. Six and a third, seven hits, two runs, five Ks, one home run, 96 pitches. Josiah has struggled as of late. It's not been the best of runs for the Nationals' uh, young man. And he had that great stretch in June, right? 
24 innings pitched, 1.13 ERA. Even if you extend that back to the, the Colorado game that he pitched on the 29th. I mean, he had 29 innings where he gave up four earned runs across the board, three homers. You know, he turned that page into July, folks, and it really didn't go very well for him. 6.75 ERA in that month. Nine home runs surrendered in the 26 and two-thirds innings that he pitched. And that extended also in the start uh, of August. Four innings, six hits, six runs, four home runs against the Phillies. And he's trying to bounce back here, and I thought he did in a big way. Yes, things got a little loose late for him, but normally your bullpen should be able to help, and your defense should help you clean that up. The Nationals were not. Uh, Steve Ciszek had uh, you know made uh, some bad pitches this game, and the Nationals got burned on that front, um, and then they just couldn't rally. They, they had a chance late in the game. They just could not rally. Carl Edwards Jr. comes in, though, does help. But it looked like you know Carl ends up giving up a run that's not earned. It was not his run. Um on the one he gave up, you know, I don't think I've seen Carl miss a ton with location, but that what you saw Barrera stand up behind the plate. He was looking for that ball high, and and Edwards just throws it low in the zone. It gets poked into right field, and that gave the four to two lead for the Cubs. So that was a rare error for a guy who has been relied on a ton. Just made a bad pitch, and that's what made it four to two. But it wasn't really his fault. Just an observation from him pitching once again. Joey Manessis goes deep in this game, which was exciting. Uh, and good to see. And I also mentioned, I forgot to mention this about, about the, the game that we saw um, last night, because, you know, the one thing we're still tracking with this Nationals team is the performances of K. Barrett Ruiz and the performances, uh, you know, of a um, of a Josiah Gray, guys that got in the trade last year. 384-foot home run in the first inning, and then in the fourth inning, 373-foot home run. So this guy, scored, you know, drove in four runs the first three innings, all based off the long ball. I've heard some Nats fans complain to me, you know, uh, you called a mid, not a great player. And look, I know it's rough. The Nationals did just DFA Donovan Casey, an outfielder from that Dodgers trade, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, uh, yesterday, day before, I forget what day it was. Yeah, I, I get it, folks. That, that, that's not easy to see, right? But I once again think K. Barrett Ruiz is a really promising player. Maybe, you know, he's, is he Adley Rushman? No, he is not Adley Rushman. Those guys don't really come around a whole lot. Um, but he could he be an excellent, you know, is he on track right now to be a really good two-way catcher? Yes, he is. 24 years old, hitting 246, six homers, 29 RBIs driven in. He's got a low OPS, but he's still just 24 years old. So this guy's got some time. He's a young player, and I think the Nationals, Nationals fans should still re- be really, really excited about what he offers. So there you go. One more word from our sponsors and we'll get out of here. Today's show is brought to you by Blue Nile and BlueNile.com. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from Blue Nile and BlueNile.com. Going on right now, it's the Blue Nile anniversary sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, every order is insured, it ships free and it arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Once again, that is BlueNile.com. All right, uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. It's at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show wherever you get your podcast, and we are on YouTube as well. Make sure you guys go check out the episode that we had with Lindsey Crosby. Lindsey and I talked about all 
of the Nationals prospects. I mean, we went through every single guy the Nationals got in that trade with the Padres. So you all can have a better idea. Not, and, and so I could, I could too, have a better idea of the guys the Nats have coming over and allow us to get a bit more excited about them. So check that out today. All right, my friends. So next time, as always, stay safe.